MD Radio, MD.com. Join the millions of people who are chucking processed and refined foods and are basing their healthy diets on whole foods and non-GMO foods. This is where we talk about clean eating. It's the Clean Food Network Show with Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Clean Food Network. We have a special treat. We have an extra segment from Clean Eating Mag Radio today. We've got James Smith back. So glad to have him here. Hi, Chef James. How are you? Uh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me uh, having me on again. So I, as you know, I love to talk. So And this is my favorite subject. <laughs> Good. I love to talk about it as well. All right. So we talked about Clean Eating Academy. And if anyone missed it, they can go back to cleaneatingnetwork.com and check it out. It's a great academy. We can save a little time at the end just to you know remind people how to check it out. In the meantime, let's jump into some of the tenets of clean eating. And then I want to talk about how the heck do you cut a butternut squash? I mean, <laughs> unless it's already cut up for me, I'm not going to buy it because it just seems like it's hard to peel. I, I don't know. But first, tell us about some of the tenets of clean eating. And and then help me out with that squash. Um, that that is a that is a good one. It requires a, a very sharp knife. So we'll let's uh, we'll get to that in a moment because uh, there's some tricks uh, okay. that I think will will help everybody. But yeah, one of the things I, I uh, you know it's how do you start uh, clean eating? How do you, how do you actually make the the transition? I think this is a, a question a lot of people. Um, uh, ask me on a day-to-day basis, and and as we'd mentioned, it's not a, it's not a diet; it's it's a way of uh, of eating. And I think there are some some really simple things that you can do, and we call them the tenets of clean eating, um, that that can help you make that transition. How do you actually start to kind of go through this process? Um, you know, we know the the you know the usual ones: uh, drink drink lots of water, so at least two liters a day, um, uh, you know, talking about, you know, reducing your carbon footprint, um, uh, avoiding uh, processed or refined foods. I mean, these are these are pretty, um, pretty easy ones and simple ones, although, you know, given our diets today, we, you know, a lot of these items, you know, there's lots of white flour, there's lots of sugar um, uh, in, in a lot of stuff that we eat today. So how do we actually start to move Away from that, that's a that's a big one uh, for when people are actually starting to to make this change. One of the things I think uh, is really really uh, a fun thing, and and you know we 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 try every day to do more with our families and and get our our children involved, and I, and I think that's uh, one of the really um, key things I think as a family when you're starting to think about how do you make this change with your family, how do you in, introduce this and, and start to do this. It, it's make it fun for your family. And and we talked um, in previous shows, we talked about, you know, learning the skills and so forth, but you can pass those on to your children and, 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 and start to include them in uh, preparing the foods uh, that they make every day, that they want to eat every day, because then they have some ownership. They have some fun. Oh my God, I'm eating this. I help cut this. I help mom cut this. I help dad cut this. So I think that's really, really a, a, a simple one to actually get into. Um, also, I think teaching, one of the things we're, we're so used to eating so quickly and on the run, um, uh, for me, what I try to tell people to do is take one meal uh, of the day and, and slow it right down. Like, you know, you, you might have to do a little bit of planning. It might be one of the meals with your family during the week for dinner, uh, but it might be a lunch during the week where you actually stop and you really think about how you eat. I call it mindful eating, but 
but how do you actually stop and 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 just slow down? Because because uh, that really makes a difference in tasting your food, uh, and and that's one of the biggest transitions from processed. We eat so fast, uh, we don't get a lot of time to to taste our food. So we have these high processed, high sodium, lots of sugar things, so that we get satisfied or we think we're getting satisfied. But how do we slow that down if we're eating wholesome food, less sugar, less sodium, um, less of those processed things? We taste our food better, so it, it actually helps you uh, in your mind make that uh, that change. We talk about portion controls. Um, you know that's a that's a big one. You know more fruits, more vegetables uh, for fiber and vitamins in our in our um, uh, eating. But I think for for me, it's also how do we? Everybody throws out this organic word. And I think yes. this is probably one of the one of the more difficult ones for people, um, for a couple of reasons. Accessibility, we're not we don't all have access uh, access to to a, a lot of organic foods, and and when we do, uh, one of the one of the the things that makes it prohibitive is is cost. Um, so how do we yes. actually make sure that um, you know what we're choosing makes sense? And uh, and there are different things that you can do to, to kind of make that transition from if you can't or, you know, even finding it. But from budgets, you know, how do you choose what to what to make organic in your diet? Um, and we usually talk about meat, eggs and dairy as as things you should you should try to um, to to go as organic as you can. Uh, but then we also talk about um, the dirty dozen. So we talk about what, yeah, what are the dirty dozen too. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. And the clean fifteen. The clean fifteen, exactly. Um, that's that's exactly right. So, how do we actually, you know, choose those the ones that are, you know, that should be organic because of the pesticides and so forth. So, so those are those are just a few from the from the tenants that I I think I like to to focus on. Yeah, I completely agree. All right, so help us out because I don't think I'm alone in this. How do you cut that butternut squash? And also, a mango <laughs> can be tricky too. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Um, these these are all really. Um, I, I should actually do a little uh, quick video to to go on there because uh, one of the yes. one of the ways that uh, from a mango point of view, if you take a sharp uh, a sharp knife and and score the thinner part, uh, the thinner side of the mango, if you score right around that, right down to the seed, one of the easiest things to do is once you kind of score right around. Uh, down to the seed through the flesh. If you take um, a round or a dessert spoon or a soup spoon and you actually push that soup spoon in, it actually scrapes over the seed and you actually get this perfect half um, uh, flesh and, and peel removed uh, mango uh, that you can then just mm. score with a knife and, and cut uh, cut out. So that's actually a really good way, but that's Thank you for that tip. I'm actually going to uh, do a quick video and throw that up on uh, oh, up on uh, my website, the show. But but that's one way. But if you Google that, you can you can find that as well. But also um, uh, a butternut squash. It is tricky. I generally speaking, what I do is I always break it down. So I'll always cut the bulbous, you know, the 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 flat of bottom that has all the seeds. I'll always di- um, you know uh, slice right through that just to remove that because. Uh, you, you don't want to be trying to to peel those two different shapes while it's still together. So always do that. So find where you think the top of the seeds are on a butternut squash and remove that bulb and so that you've got the the all flesh end at one one side. I trim the top off 
And there's a couple there's a couple of things you can do. Um, I've seen people use peeler. So if you have a really good sturdy peeler, um, you can actually just use a peeler to peel the skin off. And you should only just take that uh, very very thin outer skin off. Anyways, there's lots of nutrients right under there uh, that you don't want to lose. But you once you kind of have that that cylinder off, and once you have the top, you have a flat bottom then you can safely just use your knife just to cut straight down to, to actually peel. The tricky part oh, is the bulb good. end. You know, the, the bulb yes. end where, where it's rounder. So I, I generally use a peeler for that. So if you're very carefully, just like a, you would an orange, just go around the edge uh, kind of, you know, in a spiral. And, uh, and uh, because now you have something to hold on to while you're doing that, you can kind of spiral, spiral around with your peeler. It does require you to have a good sharp peeler, though. Oh, okay. That is important. You know, we only have about 30 seconds. Tell us about how we can sign up for Clean Eating Academy. It's amazing. So, so, uh, so clean eating, um, uh, cleaneating.com. If you go to cleaneating.com, uh, you can go to aimhealthyu.com also. You can go in there. You actually choose the, um, uh, you choose the link to, um, let me, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is here. I'm just scrolling through. Oh my gosh. Here we go. If you if you choose the Clean Eating Academy uh, cooking course, you go in there, you register. It, it takes you right in. You you join the group. One of the things that we that we do is you can join this course anytime, so you don't have to wait for a date. You can do it anytime you want. So, aim healthy. Fantastic, James. I gotta let you go. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Stay well. Yeah.